0: Good morning. Today is Thursday, April 9th, 2020. My name is Keith. I'm the worship pastor at Green Acres Baptist Church in Athens, Georgia.
1: I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Na
0: Well, as you know, if you've been following along, we are in the middle of Holy Week this week, and each day a different staff member has joined us to help guide us through this week. And today we have with us Pastor Cameron Ford. Pastor Cameron, thank you for joining me today.
2: Yeah, glad to be here, Keith. Thank you for all you're doing, leading us in these
0: podcasts. So Pastor Cameron, you wrote a devotion for today that will be on the church's Facebook page and also in the episode notes for those of you listening on the website But just to start us off, would you read the passage that your devotion covers?
2: Sure, yeah, it comes from Matthew 27. I won't read the whole section, but it's primarily uh, verses 45 to 50. It says, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And for some of the bystanders hearing it, they said, this man is calling to Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, and put it to his mouth with a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. And Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and yielded up his spirit.
0: Okay, so there's a lot going on here in this passage. Yeah. And in your in your devotion, you really focus in on the cry there at the beginning that Jesus made while he was on the cross, and then help mm-hmm. give some of the broader impl- implications of what that means for us. Uh, would you mind sharing some of those thoughts with us today?
2: Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, the, the question I ask in the devotion is, did God really forsake Jesus on the cross? His only begotten Son. And the answer to that difficult question is, yes, mm. He did. And it's difficult for us to understand this. We think of them, you know, tight, the the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. But it, it really is Trinitarian in the sense we understand Jesus' role here at this moment is to truly be uh, atonement for sin. So I pulled in another verse. This is Second Corinthians um was it 521? And it says, For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. And that helps us understand there that Jesus was not uh, becoming sin or sinning, but God uh, made him to be sin in the sense that he took on our sin. Mm-hmm. So he was without sin completely. Yet in this moment, took on our sin and made atonement for sins. It's it's a, a pretty big idea, but um, a really powerful idea.
0: Yeah, that that is a big idea, and I'm I'm just wondering, um, in the mind of that of a person hearing that he he took on our sin, what why did he need to take on our sin?
2: Well, because there was there's no way that we as human people can handle or deal with our sin alone. You know, we, I think um, over history, mankind has, has tried to cover it up, deal with it in man-made ways, but it never goes away completely. Mm-hmm. Yet with Christ, it's absolutely atoned for. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation, the Bible says. So absolutely, ten- uh, sin is atoned for by the cross of Christ.
0: Well, as you know, we've been observing Lent as a season of confession and reflection on what it means to actually be a people who are in need. So, Pastor Cameron, how do you think some of these ideas about Jesus really being forsaken apply to this Lent season, especially this week as we move into the the head or the culmination of Lent with with Good Friday?
2: Yeah, I was thinking about this uh, just on a run today, and I was just thinking how paradoxical this all is. I mean, Here we, as the Christian church, find ourselves in the season of Lent, and many of us are at home almost in a mourning state. We are hearing about death every night on the news, and we've not seen each other in in months now, and it's it's all becoming just too real. And so this idea of forsakenness, um, the real... Human emotion is to say, God, where are you in all of this? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's scripture that says, uh, "Where is your God?" You know, the, the questioning, the the um, atheistic thought. You know, where where is God in all this? And that's a real human emotion. And I just love that Jesus feels that for us. He's He's fully God and fully man, and this is His manness. And He's actually—I know you'll read this later—but He's actually quoting. David, where David says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Psalm 22. And so Jesus, for us, feels the forsakenness of the Father, because he is taking on our sin. Yeah.
0: Well, Pastor Cameron, thank you for joining me today. As we wrap up, though, tomorrow being Good Friday, will you leave us with some thoughts just preparing us for the weekend?
2: Sure. I think it's always good as a Christian approaches the cross to be humble, um, mindful of our own sin. And if it's not anything blatant, it is just the reality that we need the cross. There's absolutely no life without the death of Jesus. And so Jesus went to the cross so that we might have life, not bound any longer by our sin but he defeats sin once and for all on the cross mm. so it there's a real sense of just mourning and weeping i mean just the gore of the cross is sobering and good for us each year we come and we are reminded in a deep way that there was blood and it was real and jesus died mm. for our sins yeah
0: also, like Carly and Jay's before you, this is just a teaser, so read the devotion. It's it's connected. It'll be encouraging for you, but uh, Pastor Cameron, you're going to help round all of this out for us, and you've got a song that you're actually going to share with us that I'm excited to hear, but would you please yeah. pray for us, and then I'll read Psalm 22, and, and then we'll listen.
2: Yeah, I hope this song's helpful. It's Stuart Townsend, How Deep the Father's Love, and there's a line in there where he says, the father turned his face away. Yet how deep the father's love! I will leave you with this. This is a song that I sang, kind of over Ryan when he was a little baby. He's ten years old now. Can't imagine, but I would rock him at night and I'd sing this hymn over him. Let me pray for us, Father. Thank you for this week. Thank you for these moments of stillness, of devotion. Prepare our hearts. To really see the cross clearly, to know that our sin, those who are in Christ, was paid and atoned for there at the cross, that Jesus was forsaken for a moment so that we would not be eternally forsaken by God forever. We thank you that one day we will be forever in your presence because of the cross of Christ and the resurrection of Jesus. We pray all this in his name. Amen. Amen.
0: Psalm 21, verses 1 through 5 and 27 through 29 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer, by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises, in you our ancestors put their trust. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried out and were saved, in you they trusted and were not put to shame. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord and all the families of the nations will bow down before you, for dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations all the rich of the earth will feast and worship all who go down to the dust will kneel before him those who cannot keep themselves alive posterity will save him future generations will be told about the lord they will proclaim his righteousness declaring to the people yet unborn he has done it How deep the Father's
1: love for us How vast beyond all measure That He who would give His only Son To make a wretch His treasure How great the pain of searing loss! The Father turned His face away As wounds which mar the Chosen One Bring many sons to glory His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in it. his wounds have paid my ransom yes this i know with all my heart his wounds have paid my ransom